0: So, welcome to the second episode of Kicking Across the Pond, where all things are to do with the English Premier League fantasy football. And
1: I'm Chris, and we have Cody here as well. Hey, Chris. Hey. It was a it was a uh, interesting interesting week this week, wasn't it? It was very
0: much so. I thought that there was um, a couple of players that we probably thought would do extremely well, who probably had an adverse effect on some people's teams, <laughs> including. Yeah. Um, Richarlison at um, at Everton So um, probably some people bought him in and then now they're Probably dumping him because he's going to be out for a Couple of weeks so um, yeah Some really interesting things happen and of course A couple of um, A big win for for Spurs A big win for Fulham um, And then of course um, Arsenal getting Back on track as well and leaving West Ham at the bottom
1: of of the table So
0: Quite an interesting week and lots of goals
1: yeah, you uh, there were there were four red cards. Um, as you, as you mentioned, with, with Charleston is probably the uh, the one that, that hit people the most. Uh, Wolves and Man City had a had a tie. Um, Aguero hit a couple of posts there, but um, interesting interesting week. You know, Watford, um, crazy enough, is at the, one of the top teams of the table. So, um, <laughs> you know, always unpredictable uh, in yeah. in the EPL. Absolutely. And interestingly, um, we look back
0: at the last couple of weeks um, that have obviously gone by, so three weeks, and Cardiff haven't conceded for two games. They've kept um, a couple of clean sheets in a row, two nil-nil draws. So, um, you know, them being a newcomers and their goalkeeper seems to be picking up a lot of points, as as does their defenders. So, yeah, um, that may probably change, though, in the weeks to come when they face a few more kind of um, more difficult opposition, such as Arsenal. So, yeah, yeah I'm, some I'm, interesting games to come.
1: Yeah, yeah. You know, they played uh, – they, they had a pretty easy schedule. Um, but it's nice to see them perform well against those three teams. You know, they played uh, Bournemouth, uh, Newcastle, and Huddersfield. So, those are, those are the teams that they'll probably be – be uh, fighting to avoid re- uh, relegation, so it's yeah. nice to see them uh, holding their own against against those teams. So,
0: yeah, not I'm not conceding too many goals.
1: So. Right, right. Yeah, excellent. So,
0: um, what was the for you? What was the standout of? week three in the the English Premier League fantasy football
1: so it was it was it was painful it was a painful week Um, my favorite I saw someone tweet early in the day Saturday afterwards um, after the Saturday games uh, that uh, that they have just activated their second wild card which is hilarious (laughs) because um, I think a lot of people thought game week two was rough um, but game game week three just kind of threw us all for another loop Um, yeah I have, I think like you, uh, I have Mindy uh, and Ederson, so the uh, the Wolves' handball goal um, took away two clean sheets for me, um, so that, that hurt, uh, and then, you know, Aguero hitting the post twice, uh, so, you know, at 9 a.m. on Saturday morning, I was already dreading this game week. Um, <laughs> Liverpool, uh, you know, did as Liverpool always does, um, you know, they you know they they squeaked out didn't they i think they only won 1 1-0 one um we did. sala got the goal but sala got the goal and he um, was a
0: captain for many people
1: yes yes so that so that helped out um and then i have i have robertson so that's you know that's his third clean sheet um liverpool hasn't uh conceded a goal all year so yeah um, so that's good i one of the one of the biggest things i've found this year um is that all these points are coming from the back, Chris. Um, mm. You know, you have, mm. have Alonzo, you have Mindy. Um, me even got in there and got an assist. Uh, Trippier is getting assists and goals. Uh, is this the year that, to just load up on defense? Uh, yeah, especially those fullbacks,
0: because uh, all of those players that you mentioned, they like to get forward. And, I mean, with Trippier, for example, he's the one that's taking... Corners and sometimes free kicks, and I think Alonso's been known to do that in in seasons gone by as well. So, um, really creative, um, almost like wingers, really, but they have defensive duties as well. They're the ones that are, um, yes, a little bit more expensive, particularly when you mentioned kind of Alonso and Trippier and Mendy. Um, but they'll get you your points, right?
1: Right. That's 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 the trade-off. You know, they they are a little bit expensive compared to their defensive counterparts, but for mids, um, you know, Alonzo is, is the exact same price as, uh, Richarlson. and mm. Alonzo, if, if he keeps a clean sheet, he's, he's going to get four points for that where Rich would just get one. So, yeah. so it's, uh, it's interesting to try to try to figure out how you want to build your team this year. Um, yeah, so.
0: Well, it, it's, it, interestingly, I'm looking at the Game Week 3 Dream Team that is on the uh, Fantasy Premier League site. And running through it, you've got um, Lossall from Huddersfield as the goalkeeper. You've got Trippier, Alonso, Monreal and Keane from Everton, as well as Maguire from Leicester, all picking up 10 or 11 points. Wow. Um, and then you've got three Fulham players in there. You've got Seri Mitrovic and Vieto who all perform really well with either goals or assists. And Mitrovic, of course, getting a couple of goals and then a couple of Spurs players as well, um, picking up um, points. So Kane obviously, and um, Lucas Moura uh, getting two goals. He, he seems to be really interesting. And I've personally, I transferred him, uh, transferred him in, in place of Ericsson um, and saved myself a couple of million. Um, do you think, obviously, Son's away in um, the Asian games at the moment. So, do you think Lucas Moore is going to keep his,
1: his place in the team? He's got quite a unique approach to play, hasn't he? It is. It's, it's very unique because, you know, last year he didn't, he didn't play that much. Um, preseason, he performed really well. And then now with Son gone, um, he, you know, he obviously is performing really well. He's picked up a couple goals. He had a couple goals Monday. Um, it's to me it's going to be hard to keep him out of the lineup but at mm-hmm. that, at that same time you, you would think i mean obviously kane obviously Erickson, i i would say Deli is is also they're all they're all locked they you're not going to replace mm-hmm. them um yeah so how many spots really is there uh so yeah. i i think there's only one spot um so it'll be interesting to see um i I love him for the next couple of weeks, um, but but for me it might be a might be a wait and see before before I pull him in. Um, plus, I've yeah. got I've got issues all over my team, so so I'm probably I'm probably avoiding for now.
0: <laughs> What's the biggest issue that you've got? Is it the fact that Richarlson
1: has got a red oh. card and you need to get him get him out? Or so I have I have Richardson, um, but I'm actually thinking of thinking of holding. Uh, he's been in my team the entire time. So he got his value up to 6.8. So uh, he's a guy that I, I think I'll want back. So what I'm thinking is, do I really want to yo-yo my transfers? And I mean, we only get you know, we only get one, one transfer a game week, so transfers are pretty, pretty valuable. So do I really want to waste a transfer? To get him out, when in two or three weeks, I'll I'll want him back in. So, uh, I've just been kind of playing with it. I haven't done anything yet. Um, I really want a piece of Chelsea's attack, um, and I'm actually looking at doing that via Alonzo. But to do that, I'll probably have to do a double transfer. So. I can't decide if I'm going to take a hit or not. I only took a hit once last year, um, but it was to get Salah in. So um, it definitely paid off last year, but, you know, I'm, I'm always pretty risk-averse, so I don't know if I'm going to take a hit this year.
0: <laughs> yeah. I have start thinking about that as well. I've, I've done three transfers so far and one in each game week, and I, I kind of don't want to – do anything too crazy because I've been burnt in the past where I've bought someone in and then they suddenly aren't playing. Right. So, um, that was typically with Manchester City players.
1: Right. Yes. And it's yeah. and 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 to do it, you're, I'm looking at so Liverpool, their their fixtures get a little bit tougher. And if I'm going to burn four to take out someone like Firmino, he could very well score a brace in in the next week. So it's kind of tough for me to burn for on a guy guy like that but that's where it would have to be to be able to pull the funds so yeah who knows it'll it'll be a it'll be a late in the week decision for me yeah and what about um
0: there's a couple of players that have that
1: have also stood out in
0: terms of transfers coming in um over the last couple of weeks actually one being theo walcott for everton who yeah. Is in, I think mid six million, like six point six million or something, and then there's um, Pereira as well, who's um, at Watford, who is also um, performing really well, getting getting some goals and some assists. So those two look like uh, more cost-effective options, and they could be the standout players, particularly Richarlson being out, Walcott performing well. Um, you know that that he could end up being. A player that contributes those assists and and goals at uh, you know a fairly good price, which then allows you to free up some money to go and get um, some other players, right?
1: Yes, ab- absolutely. Yeah. I um yeah. I think if if Walcott was the move from Richarlson, he you had to do it Sunday night because yeah. Walcott's already already moved up to six point seven. He'll probably rise yeah. again before the end of the week. Um, but their fixtures are so good. Um, I think they play I know they play west Ham and and Huddersfield in these next two games, so it's like those are those are the teams that are giving up the most goals so yeah. uh, but as I said on last week's pod, uh, Theo Walcott burned me burned me last year so <laughs> I, I, i'm a firm believer if you burn me once i'm not I'm not gonna fall for you again uh, so so I might look at uh, Perea I might look at um. I don't know. I, I don't. I really, I really don't know what I'm going to do with my transfer this week. Uh, there's some. There's some guys that I've. I like uh, James Madison from, uh, uh, from Leicester. Leicester. Yeah. So, you know, he he's got a, a great American name, um, but also, <laughs> but also he he plays well. It's just you know, with Vardy out, I don't I don't know if if they're going to have the firepower to to really get the point. So he's, he's somebody that's been on my radar for sure. Yeah.
0: Interesting. And, and um, just looking at a couple of other teams that um, newly promoted Fulham have got uh, Brighton in this coming weekend. And then of course, Wolves have West Ham. Um, So, I mean, I actually have Scherler who scored actually at the weekend and I also have camera, but he's on my bench um, but he scored a couple of goals in the League Cup. Uh, yeah, I think it was yesterday or the day before. So um, those two players against a team like Brighton, although it being away, maybe you know if Schürrle's playing again, maybe he can have a key impact, and um, he's not badly priced. And then Wolves uh, are playing West Ham. West Ham being bottom. And this is why I keep in Jimenez and Jota as well, because I at some point they're going to have to start doing the business. And I know that Jota's got one assist and I know that Jimenez has got um, a goal already, but maybe they're going to start to really turn it on, especially as they become accustomed to the Premier League. Because so they've got some really, really strong players. It's just them getting gelled, but then also playing against a different level of opposition because they showed what they can do against Man- Manchester City. They, they did a, They showed a good account of themselves. So that might be quite interesting
1: yeah absolutely and you know Jimenez was was barely off sides and and he had a goal against man, man City so I, I think you're right I think they're there um, Someone that I look at uh, in those same same veins in the uh, in those same matchups is I really like Pascal Gross um, from Brighton I think he's a little high though I think he's a little expensive um, he's at 6.9 I believe um, but but he's someone that that I think is interesting he's he's on their free kicks he he takes their penalties. He he tends to be their distributor, um, so he's he's someone I really like too. But he's a little more expensive um, than than some of the other guys you mentioned. Yeah, yeah. Um, is there
0: anything else that you think um, we should look out for in in game week four? Um, obviously, there's there's a couple of you know Arsenal are playing Cardiff, Man United are playing Burnley, Spurs are playing Watford, Man City are playing Newcastle, and Liverpool are playing Leicester. Chelsea are playing Bournemouth. Is there's probably games in which what you'd have as the favorites on paper should actually win the game. Um, so do you think there's an opportunity for, you know, to, you to really plus up on the big sides or um, is there opportunities to get points for the smaller sides as well?
1: I think, I think the big sides, I, I think that's, that's the way to go. Um, I, I, I'm really interested in someone who came into the season. Uh, he had a really, really good last season. Um, was Adebayang, I think I'm saying his yep. name right, for Arsenal. Um, he's someone that I really, really liked, and he's just done nothing so far. Um, so Arsenal's fixtures get really, really nice. Um, and so he's someone that, that I'm kind of, I, I'm looking at, probably can't get him in my team, but I am looking at to to perform form at least better than what he has. Yeah, yeah. So.
0: And some of it's probably to do with the distribution and the supply from, um, from his midfield,
1: yeah. and you know, so they've 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 been a mess for sure. They're they're a team that that's pretty disappointing, and Chelsea's been very very surprising. Uh, Chelsea looks strong, so it's it's going to be a tight race all all year. Yeah, absolutely. But I've I've got um,
0: obviously hoping that. Mora, Trippier, and Kane can do the same thing this weekend. And three Spurs players against Watford—it'll be a tough game because it's away. But then, obviously, things get a little bit more difficult for Spurs. So they're playing Liverpool, and and um, that's never an easy one. Yeah. So um,
1: yeah, it could be could
0: be very interesting.
1: Yeah, it'll it'll be a battle for sure. Yeah.
0: Um, anything else we want to cover off on this one, or do we think we've? Um done enough we we, we said we didn't want to look for our teams
1: yeah i I think i think that gives them gives them enough i think we've alluded to our transfers or, or what we're looking at um so i i think i think we've given the listeners enough to to uh to think about going into game week four cool excellent
0: so all right well we look forward to this weekend's of um, this this
1: coming weekend of matches, and then of course um, catching up with everyone on the next podcast. Absolutely, yeah. Expect the unexpected, and and we'll see who uh, who's banned for three three more matches after this week.
0: <laughs> Hopefully, it's not more that I've just brought in. <laughs> right, right. Hopefully, it's <laughs> no one on our teams. Yeah, exactly. All right, great stuff. All right.